Okay, so the pre-match warm-up. You all know what this is by now, and I've got some very interesting stuff coming up. Everybody wants to buy a football club. Zaha, Stormzy, and some other dude are looking to buy Croydon AFC in the non-league. N'Golo Kante has purchased a third division team in Belgium called Verton. He's spending that Saudi money ASAP. Loving Brighton's recruitment. So far, they've already signed Milner on a free. Jao Pedro from Watford, who I think is a great player. And Mahmoud Dahoud from Dortmund. No doubt I've butchered that pronunciation, but they're making moves. Nicholas Jackson has literally just signed for Chelsea and Ziyech to the Saudi Pro League is now off because he failed the medical due to a knee issue. Hyunmin Sun has become a year younger, which is great for Stocks FC traders as we all know how age is an impact. Apparently in South Korea, the amount of time a person spent in the womb was included in their age. They've now scrapped that to be the same as the rest of the world, which means Son is now 29 instead of 30, although it's his birthday next week, so he'll be 30 again very soon. I wonder if he feels a year younger now. Looking through the release list during the week, and there's a number of decent players that have been released by their clubs, such as Maitland-Niles, Ashley Young, who played 29 games for Villa last season. Pontus Janssen, Ashley Barnes, Yeri Mina, Tom Davis, Naby Keita, Firmino, Oxlade-Chamberlain, Benjamin Mendy. Finally, Man City have got him off the books and just in time as his retrial started today. Axel Twenzebi, Matty Longstaff, Jack Colback, Jesse Lingard, Billy Sharp, Mr Sheffield United. I know he's 37, but he played 38 games for them last season. Lucas Moura, Diego Costa, who played 23 and only scored one goal. And Jao Matinho, who played 31 for Wolves. So it'll be interesting to see where these players end up. But if I was one of the promoted teams, I'd be chomping at the bit to get some of these established Premier League players through the door. Lastly, Phil Jones has finally been released from Manchester United after many years of earning a fortune for being constantly injured. There goes his IPO and I guess a lot of people in the community will be disappointed, especially Tornado T10. Right, good evening people and welcome to the seventh episode of the Stocks FC Files. Today I'm going to show you my attempt at estimating the rewards to give you a rough idea of what could be in store. Nothing else to really update you on since the last show, so let's get cracking. Okay, folks, this week's gossip I've heard from around the world of Stocks FC is as follows. I saw Alex post some engagement stats in the Discord server, which seem pretty impressive. They're averaging between 70,000 and 120,000 page loads per week, and they've had half a billion database reads during the month of June. 
I also saw someone else wants to sell 500 Madison for 500 Ethereum, which would net them a cool £734,000. Some of the orders on the queue cracked me up. I don't know whether people are being serious or whether they just don't understand how the, how the order book works. Okay, so the big talking point in the community this week is the possible introduction of Starman rewards. This idea was originally floated by Hangman Trades, and I think it's a great one, but where will the rewards come from? Some community members suggested trimming percentages of other rewards or doing away with in-play rewards, which you just can't do. Under no circumstances can you change the product in a way once you've advertised certain percentages, etc. However, I came up with a suggestion that means nothing changes, but Starman rewards get implemented, and here's how. As Mike778 pointed out, the buyback wallet just becomes dead money for the next decade. For those of you that don't know, 5% of all the money from IPOs goes into the buyback wallet. This then gives every player on the platform a floor price of 5% of his IPO price. Now, in reality, 99% of those floor prices are never going to get taken by anyone, which means it's just dead money sitting on the platform. So what I suggested was you create a smart contract that offers the same 5% floor price on every player. So nothing has changed on that front. If a user wants to sell at 5% of the IPO price for that player, then they still have that option. However, with it being a smart contract, you put a few Ethereum into the smart contract and on the very rare occasion where it needs to pay out that 5%, then it comes from the smart contract pool. When the smart contract pool gets down to one Ethereum, it actions a top up from the dev and marketing wallet. But the likelihood is this will never need to happen because very few people are going to be selling 5% of the price they paid for a player. This then frees up the buyback wallet, which then becomes the Starman Rewards wallet. However, I think it should be a Starman for defenders, midfielders and attackers. And 15% of the wallet gets paid out each week, 5% to each position. If you just have one Starman, I'm pretty sure it's going to be the attacker that wins it every week. So by having a Starman for each position, it really adds value to those who can put up the big scores and obviously you can't have a star man for the goalkeeper position because there's only one player who wins in that position. This is a change I think the team should make before the season kicks off rather than waiting a year when the user base has grown considerably and you've got more of those people around who are against any kind of change because they love to shout, you're moving the goalposts. But if you've understood anything I've said in the last couple of minutes, then you'll realise absolutely nothing is changing. The 5% floor price is still being offered on every player, just like Stocks FC said they would. But by doing it as a smart contract instead of a wallet, it means we don't have 5% of the money being put into the platform being dead money for the next decade. And instead, it's being used to offer another quality reward. Anyway, Alex responded to the community and said nothing will be changed this season and they'll monitor how much the buyback option is used over the course of the next year and then revisit the situation again at the end of the season. 
I'm pretty sure his stats will show the buyback option barely got used and having it as a smart contract rather than a wallet is a much better way of doing it and that Starman rewards will be implemented this time next year, hopefully. Enough of the gossip, it's time for some facts. Next up is Superstats. So if you're listening to this on your favourite podcast app, you'll find a link to the stats spreadsheet in the description of the podcast. If any of the data is blurry, then I can't help, I'm afraid, as it's crystal clear on my phone, so I'm guessing you need a better one. Right, this week's stats. The platform currently has 2,015 registered accounts, which is an increase of 75 in the last week which, as F.I. Yellow and whatever his name was, just said, it's a decent increase. I, I definitely agree, and I this coincides with all the activity on the transfer market too. There's been 25 players IPO'd onto the platform so far, and this week saw the first week of four players being IPO'd and simultaneous IPOs too, which went very smoothly. This week's most traded player was Harry Kane, with roughly 1,100 of his stocks being traded. The guys on Twitter who took part in the poll got it correct this week. And you'll see I've added a new stat to the spreadsheet, which is Twitter poll wins. If you guys in the community get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, I get the point. So be sure to cast your vote every week. Harry Kane still has the biggest supply sitting at 31,659. But will Salah top that? We'll find out tomorrow when his IPO ends. But I don't think so as he's only sold around 9,000 so far. Douglas Louise still has the smallest supply at 2,902. There's been a total of 304 stocks burnt to date, which is an increase of 44 in the last week. With the burn being 1%, if we multiply that 44 by 100, then it gives us a rough idea that 4,400 stocks have been traded on the transfer market in the last week, making it a record week and the busiest we've seen so far. With a total of 300 four stocks burnt since the start of the platform that tells us roughly 30,400 stocks have been traded which is a very active transfer market in my opinion considering there's only around 210,000 stocks on the platform at the moment so for 30,000 stocks to have been traded that is decent the biggest percentage of a supply burnt to date goes to Jesus yet again with 0.46%, but Madison is hot on his tail with 0.40%. Pinnock is the only burn which is yet to start if we ignore the three IPOs that were added last week. We've seen a total of 210,460 stocks IPO'd since the inception of the platform. That's an extra 42,436 stocks added in the last week. On the wallets front, it's been an interesting week and coincides nicely with the content I've got coming up for you in a sec. For the last three weeks, the Team of the Week wallet had been increasing at a rate of roughly 1.3 Ethereum per week. But this week's IPOs, we've seen it increase by 2.6 Ethereum. 
So more about all that in a sec. Okay, folks, that's your stats fix for this week. So let's move on. Welcome to the main segment of the show. And I've got another wonderful spreadsheet to share with you. So during the week, I saw numerous people in the Discord server asking, has anyone got any idea what the rewards will be like for the first week? Which got me thinking, let's try and predict what they might look like. So first of all, I don't think the first week of rewards are going to be the charity shield, which a lot of people are assuming it will be. I'm pretty sure the smart contract is designed to look for and pay out on 11 players. If it can't find 11 players, then it's going to get its knickers in a twist and bug out. At the rate we're going, we won't have 11 players on the platform for that first game. So I'm going with the assumption that the first week of rewards is going to be the first week of the Premier League kicking off. So with that in mind, I've created a spreadsheet whereby I've tried to use players with all different types of supplies. So it gives you an idea of their returns. On my super stats spreadsheets, I've been tracking the increase of the wallets, which has really helped me create a worst case scenario, a mid case scenario and a best case scenario for the spreadsheet I'm about to share with you. So worst case scenario would be we keep trotting along at the same pace we've seen over the last month with the not very exciting IPOs, which means the team of the week wallet has been increasing by roughly 1.3 Ethereum per week. The middle case scenario would be the weekly increase doubles and sees the team of the week wallet increasing at a rate of roughly 2.6 Ethereum per week, which I think is very doable considering we've now gone to four IPOs per week and they're getting more appealing with the likes of Mitrovic and Salah. This week's IPO showed that the more appealing players being IPO'd definitely has a positive effect on the wallet increases. So as much as I want to try and remain conservative, I think the middle case scenario is the most likely. This week's data proves that the team of the week wallet increased by 2.6 Ethereum, which is what I've based my mid case scenario on. Lastly, we have... The best case scenario, which is where the middle case scenario is doubled, which would see the wallets increasing by 5.2 Ethereum per week. Now, I do think this is achievable, but it needs the marketing to kick off, a stream of new users coming onto the platform. And so they're the three scenarios I've gone with. So let's have a look at the spreadsheet. So if you're listening to this recording on your favourite podcast app, then you'll find the link to the spreadsheet in the description. As you can see, I've used a bunch of players with different supplies and there's two spreadsheets. I'm going to be referencing the top spreadsheet, which is the values in Fiat, just so it's easier for people to understand. But if anyone wants to know the values in Ethereum, then that's what the bottom spreadsheet is for. All payout figures are per stock. So if you're holding 150 Soli March, then you'd need to multiply the payout figure by 150 to see what kind of reward you would bag per scenario. So let's start with the worst case scenario. And as you can see, the team of the week wallet would be £42,000, 
which means 5% of the wallet would be £2,100, which you then divide by the 11 players, meaning they all get allocated £191 each. Each player's £191 then gets divided by the number of stocks in circulation for that player. So someone like Kieran Trippier, with a large supply, would see him bag 1.3p per stock, whereas someone like Douglas Louise, with a low supply, would see him bag 6.6p per stock. The likes of Solly March and Madison with their supplies, which are kind of the average supply of the platform at the moment, would see them bagging a reward of 2p per stock. If we move on to the middle case scenario, you'll see the rewards for Solly March and Madison have doubled to 4p per stock and literally everything has doubled. I'd like to think the middle case scenario is very doable once marketing kicks off which means the rewards on offer are very lucrative, in my opinion. Remember, this is just for Team of the Week rewards. You've got in-play and Team of the Month rewards to come as well. So winnings are going to be rolling in once the season starts. Just for fun, I calculated all my rewards using the mid-case scenario if it was those 11 players on the spreadsheet that win the first Team of the Week. And the grand total I'd win is £78.73p. Now, to remain conservative, I'd minus off Mitrovic as I went quite heavy on him and ended up buying just under 10% of his supply, which means £36 of the £78 I would win came from him. So realistically, with my current portfolio, I'd be looking to win around £40 a week. Now, multiply that by 38 game weeks, and that would be £1,520 just from Team of the Week winnings. And then add Team of the Month, Team of the Season, in-play rewards to that. And I'm getting extremely excited for the season ahead. And two Bob's prediction last week of me winning 0.9 Ethereum by the end of the season is now looking very doable. So lastly, the best case scenario, which sees all the figures double again, would lead to the platform absolutely exploding, in my opinion, if people are getting those kind of rewards. Which is why all of us involved right now are extremely lucky to be picking up players with these low supplies. You imagine a few years down the line, a player like Madison will never be entering the platform with a supply under 10k and his share burn will have been in play for years meaning his current supply could be much lower. Obviously, as share burn takes effect on all players over the next few years, supplies decrease, meaning the reward payouts increase because there's fewer stocks to share the winnings with. So, with Harry Kane having the biggest supply at the moment, you'll see in a worst-case scenario, he wins just over half a penny per stock. And in a best-case scenario, he wins roughly 2.5p per stock. You've then got someone like Alexis McAllister, who would be winning 3.7p per stock in a worst-case scenario, compared to Kane's half a penny. And in a best-case scenario, McAllister would win nearly 15p per stock, compared to Kane's 2.5p. This is why supply is such an important factor on this platform and Ericsson selling nearly 5,000 stocks today was something I thought was crazy. 
However, Nobby Styles in the Discord pointed out that Denmark have some very easy internationals coming up, including one against San Marino. He purchased 200 Ericsson in the final minute, which means he owns 4% of his supply, which could turn out to be a stroke of genius if Ericsson bags some rewards during an international or cup week. So, fair play to him. Personally, I just grabbed 25 because... I'm pretty much buying 25 of every player. So I've got 25 Diaz and him popping up with a header could see him bag 20p per stock in a best case scenario. Madison doing his thing in a best case scenario would see him winning 8.2p per stock. And if my 1,250 Mitrovic come through with the goods in a best case scenario, then he'd win 5.7p per stock bagging me a lovely win of £71.25p just from Mitrovic. With my figures being just estimates, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out in the first few weeks of the season. I could be miles off as I've not taken into account things such as trading from the transfer market that adds to the rewards wallet. And then we've got all the income from staking to come as well a lot further down the line. So these rewards could be pennies compared to what we actually get a year or two into the platform. The thing is, I'd be extremely happy with these pennies. So anything more is going to be an absolute bonus. Stay conservative and there's a lot less chance you'll be disappointed. However, we're still in such an early stage of this platform that my best case scenario figures could get blown right out of the water. Once the marketing starts, the new season kicks off, the buzz around football is back and everyone is showing off their rewards on social media, we could see a massive influx of users which would send the rewards wallet to the next level. I could be making an episode around Christmas time where I do this exercise again and the best case scenario now would be the worst case scenario around Christmas time because the platform is progressed so much over the next six months. Remember when FI initiated their demise by doubling the divs, a player was winning 14p per share on a gold day. But we've got that as a possibility now for some players in a best case scenario and the platform has barely launched yet. You add another few thousand people to the user base and Stocks FC are going to be in the position of offering extremely lucrative rewards in a way that is sustainable for many, many years to come. They need 32 Ethereum in the staking wallet to run a validator node and it's currently sitting at just under 12 ETH. So there's a very good chance they could start a validator node every six months which would be huge for the reward wallets. After a couple of seasons, if they've got five or more nodes running, we're going to be absolutely laughing on the rewards front. And I really hope the team are learning or actioning whatever they need to do to run a validator node now, rather than waiting until there's 32 ETH available. Because from my experience in that area, it can take months to set up these nodes So I'd like to think that they're on the case now. So when the funds are ready to go, they'll be able to get that first node up and running as quickly as possible 
to then start supplementing the rewards wallets. I'm so glad I started tracking the wallets on a weekly basis as it's really helped me put together the content for tonight's show. And I've got another great bit of content coming up at some point regarding the share burn. I hope tonight's show has given you a much better insight into the possible rewards on offer. And I think the team adding Starman rewards would be a massive selling point and enhancement to the platform. But we're going to have to wait for that addition by the sounds of it. I thought about trying to estimate the in-play rewards, but it's impossible because I've got no idea how many goals, assists and key passes there will be. So we'll just have to wait and see how that one plays out. And as for Team of the Month rewards, that wallet is half of the Team of the Week wallet. So in theory, just half the figures on the spreadsheet, and that will give you a rough idea of how much the Team of the Month rewards will be in each scenario. Right, that's the end of the main segment. I hope you've enjoyed it. Come on, mate, tell us who it is. Okay, okay, let's do the IPO reveal. Next up is the IPO reveal, and it's a good one this week. Let me give you a clue, as it's a very easy one to guess. He's just switched from the blue side of London to the red side of London. Yes, ladies and gents, I'm sure you can all guess who it is. And on Tuesday, we'll have Kai Havertz joining the platform as a midfielder, which is interesting. His price will be 0.00068 Ethereum, which is roughly £1.02. and Now, when Alex sent me the info this afternoon, he also said to tell everyone that next week's IPOs are going to be the most appealing that the platform has seen to date. He said all the players have been mentioned in chat as players people want on the platform And now we know Havertz is one of them, so I can only assume there won't be any fringe players or old players this week by the sounds of it. I've got no idea who the others are, so I'm just as excited for Sunday as the rest of you. But I'd assume they're all going to be first-team players if he's saying it's the most appealing bunch to date. What do we think about that IPO then, folks? Am I surprised Havertz is a midfielder? I don't think so. Um, Martinelli, Saka and Jesus are the attackers with Havertz and Odegaard just behind them and then Rice behind them protecting the defence. So, yeah, a midfielder is the correct position. As for the price, I think he's fairly priced, although it does make Salah look pretty cheap at his price, but hey. It's going to be an interesting end to Salah's IPO with his supply currently sitting under 10K. It's a very decent supply in my opinion. So I reckon we'll see a mad rush to buy during the final minutes of his IPO tomorrow afternoon. It will certainly be fun to watch. And I love this dynamic of everyone waiting until the end of an IPO before purchasing. For me, I'm pretty much buying every player. So I just get my stocks in the bag as soon as the IPO goes live, which means I've already got 100 Salah, um, which is what I wanted. But if his supply stays low, then 
I might have to bag another 100 stocks, but I chose Mitrovic over Salah to go. You know, I went quite heavy on Mitrovic because of the difference in price. I thought Salah's supply would be in the 30k region, so I'm surprised it's as low as it is. I was shocked at Ericsson's supply, to be honest. Um, with the mount signing being announced, I thought that would have meant Ericsson gets no further interest. Yeah, he's gone on to sell more stocks than Brennan Johnson, which I find quite crazy. Yeah, I'm very happy I picked up 100 Brennan Johnson now. Good hold for the future, in my opinion. If you haven't signed up to Stocks FC yet, then read the white paper thoroughly. Use my referral link, which you'll find in at the top of this space. Anyone who wants to get a serious understanding of the platform should listen to episode one of my show as I went into detail about many areas of Stocks FC. Um, when you get to the point of depositing, make sure you follow my, my guide regarding how to get Ethereum into Stocks FC via one of the cheapest routes. You know, I've been tracking all my deposits and Ramp cost me 4.09% uh, in fees. And my crypto exchange that I use, um, it's costing me around 2 2.5% in fees. So it's definitely the cheapest method I've found. And you, know, you, should all, you should all have multiple ways set up to get your money in and out of Stocks FC because if Ethereum drops and you quickly want to get some and Ramp doesn't work, then you're going to miss out. So get yourself set up with as many routes as possible. It's also crucial that you track your investment properly, which is what episode two was all about. So go back and listen to that one if you're not currently tracking your investment. If anyone wants to be a guest on the show, then drop me a DM and we'll get it scheduled. And then, yeah, thank you for tuning in, everyone. If you can all like and retweet my content whenever I post stuff, that would be awesome. And I really appreciate those of you that have been doing it so far, especially you, soccer cards. You've retweeted everything, so good stuff, buddy. And make sure you're following me on Twitter. So... Until next week, my friends, stay safe and trade well. Trade well.